I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show presented by KFC. It might as well be uh, Run It Back Live. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to work with you, Will. Yeah. Uh, I was the sixth backup option, but got the call-up. Yeah, you were basically uh, O'Shea Brissett. Yeah, yeah, we have to we have to reach deep for this one. Tell uh, Ennis not available today, or no? He's balling out with the nine hundred five. Yeah, uh, and instead of in the studio. Yeah, I'm really nervous. I'm, it's just like a Stanley Johnson Nick Nurse situation right now. Yeah, if you screw up one call, it's over. For no, you. like I have to perform it. in the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. A, a wide open corner three. You better hit that. Yeah, I'm about to torque. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> we can say that for maybe later in the pod. But uh, yeah, so. Um, Josh, our regular co-host, is finally flying back from vacation. He's in air right now. Safe travels, Josh. He'll be back for next week's show. But in the meantime, uh, this is Alex Wong, Stephen LeBron on Hi, Mom. Twitter and YouTube yeah. and yeah, Instagram. It. Yeah, That's it. So we're going to take your calls about the Toronto Raptors. You can call us, as always, at the two lines listed below, 416 263 8297 and 416 Before we get to our first call, um, and you can also leave, by the way, you can also ask questions in the YouTube chat. Just uh, drop them in there and uh, our producers will grab them. But before we uh, get to our first call, you got a hot take. You got a real hot take. Um, yeah. So, you know, some of you guys might only know me as the guy who said it was 99.8% certain that Kawhi was going to come back to Toronto during yeah. the summer. So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm back with another guarantee. Um, you know, I studied the Raptors schedule very thoroughly um, leading up to the All-Star break. Okay, Josh. And, 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 and you were at practice today, and it's been confirmed that Norm is coming back on Sunday. This is confirmed. Uh, Nick um, Nurse has said that uh, Norm Powell will play Sunday against the San Antonio Spurs. And Pascal and Mark are close. Pascal also came to speak to the media, which is great. And Pascal said that... Uh, Maybe Sunday is ambitious, but... Uh, so it sounds like maybe in the next week. Yeah, next week. I, I'm thinking, so the Raptors play Sunday against the Spurs, and then they got two more days off, and then Wednesday against OKC. That's on the road. Probably that one. Yeah, so the guys say. are coming back. Um, it's unfortunate that Fred is, I guess, on this indefinite timeline now. Right? It's indefinite, but it's not that serious. Yeah, man. it can't be that serious. So the guys are coming back. The Raptors have hung in there, you know, through all the injuries. And if you look at the schedule leading up to the All-Star break, I think they play four games against winning teams. It's at OKC. They've got to um, play Philly at home without Joel Embiid probably. Mm. And home-and-home uh, home against the Indiana Pacers. Those are the only games that I think they're playing against above 500 teams. And they've gone, like, what, 20-1 and one against teams below 500 so far this season? Yep. The Raptors don't lose against bad teams. Yeah, like They, 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 they don't. literally don't. So with the guys coming back, you know, I just want a personal guarantee that the Raptors are going to be the number two seed by the All-Star break, and they'll hang on to that for the rest of the season. Yeah, and just real quickly, we go through the schedule. Spurs, that's a tough game. They're under five hundred, but they're playing well right now. Yeah. But since they're at home, I would expect the Raptors to win. And they have like three days off. Yeah. The days off matter to this team right now because they have like seven guys. And the Spurs on a long road trip. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday against OKC. That's a tough one. They should win that yeah, game. Yeah, but though. they should win. 
Washington on Friday at home in Toronto. Yeah, that's a win. It'll be up thirty uh, at halftime. Minnesota yeah. on Friday on Saturday. It's a back to back, but still, that's a win. It's a minus. Yeah, yeah. You probably expect the uh, Pascal back for that. Yeah, Atlanta. That's a win. Yeah, up forty after one quarter. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. even matter. Yeah, it's a win. Philly. It's a little tough right now because we don't. There's no Embiid, but I mean, I don't know. The Raptors are Philly's kryptonite, man. That's all I'm saying. That's true. And yeah. Pascal with no Embiid blocking the. Uh, blocking out the rim. I mean, that's probably like a 35-point game right there. Yeah. Going against Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Yep. Um, at probably, the Knicks. Probably tore his pack At the Knicks, going to be a lot of Maasai propaganda happening, Oh yeah, I that's believe. Right. That's right, yeah. But, you know, in the midst of a 40-point win for the Raps. On the road in San Antonio, Sunday. I mean... If they're full strength. Yeah. If the Raptors are full strength. They'll probably win that, too. Atlanta, yeah. at home, that's a yeah. guaranteed win. Cleveland, guaranteed win. Detroit, guaranteed win. Chicago, guaranteed. I would not be surprised if the Raptors rip off, honestly, like a 9-10 game win streak at some yeah. point. If they can, if the guys really do come back healthy and they have a full lineup. Yeah. So so that's my guarantee. Second in the East. That'd be great. Second seed is going to be very important. Uh, you don't want to be playing, I don't know, Philly in the first round. No. Or like uh, Even Indiana. Indiana. Do you want Indiana yeah. in the first round? No, I'd much rather play like uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, and I think a yep. number two seed, you get home court for the first two rounds, obviously. Yep. Yep. And that's a clear path. That's a pretty good path to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be similar to last year, uh, one versus two. Uh, yeah. And Milwaukee has home court over Toronto, and Milwaukee loses, wins the first three this time. Oh, okay. And then the Raptors sweep them again. So you're going to call it a sweep again? Oh, it's a, yeah. still a sweep, baby. You win okay. four in a row, that's a sweep. Anyway, we have to our first caller, line one, Sanir. You want to talk about buyers or sellers at trade deadline? Yeah, actually, before I ask that question, um, it's confirmed that Siakam's going to play next week. He's going to practice today. Oh, that's what Wolves just tweeted. Yeah, I was just at practice. Yeah, Pascal was there. He spoke, everything. He practiced. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, so... Um, Asian, Asian Yo, you're in the Wolves, man. I was physically there, all right? All right. <laughs> yeah, so um, do you think the, the Raptors are going to buy or sell? Because did you guys hear about Danilo Gallinari? Um, the Raptors yeah. apparently have interest in him, sure. which I think is a nice pickup. But mm-hmm. with his contract, they're probably going to have to give up like a surge and I don't know, maybe like a pick or something. So, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't hate it. I think if they were to make an addition, they should try to address the offense more than the defense. Yep. Yeah. Like a guy who can create a little bit in that forward spot. But I mean, what are you giving up though? You know, do you want to give yeah, up exactly. surge? Do you want to give up surge at this? That's point? That's the thing. I trust surge a lot, man. I mean, you look at surge the last eight games, right? It's not he, surge is not perfect. He makes mistakes, but man, it's averaging like eighteen points and eleven rebounds. Basically, a twenty and ten as a starting center. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, surge. You know, some, he has brick hands. We all know that, but yeah, yeah. He's been, <laughs> but like, yeah, like you said, like he's been averaging like almost twenty points. Like, that's no. is that worth giving up to get a Danilo? I don't know. I don't know. If, it, it just yeah. doesn't seem like, you know, who was it? Like, I think Andre Drummond, the Raptors, were mentioned in, in yeah, those that, early that, rumors, that, too. That, I don't believe that one yeah, at yeah. all. Who man. leaked that? Dwayne Casey? Um, <laughs> um, but I just think there's not a guy, even if you talk about Gallinari, he's a great offensive player. Like, you know, number one, like we said, is not worth giving up any of these core guys for. And I'm not sure how many of these guys really lift the Raptors' ceiling. Yeah. If you're talking about just for this season, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was just to make maybe make a balance because I, I do think Gallo is a better offensive player than Serge. But I mean, Serge, like first up, he's already like everyone in the locker room likes him. Good yeah. dude. Apparently, he's teaching Terrence Davis how to eat. Yeah, like he's telling Terrence to stay away from junk food. Right? Yeah, telling That's him to lift weights today. after practice and stuff like that. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and also, he's cool with coming off the bench. Yeah, you know I mean? uh, yeah. completely cool. Right. Yeah. So these these the fit factor has to be there. The, the difficult thing I think is. 
I predicted before the season they're not going to make uh, a major trade in season. They'll add something, but it'll be a minor piece. Like they'll add like yeah. a Pat McCaw during the year or something. Wow, another Pat McCaw? Yeah, yeah. yeah Nick Nurse's okay. dream right there, baby. Yeah. Or how about Iguodala? I mean, what's his name? Uh, uh, Masai Jerry has a connection with him in Denver. Yeah. It, it, I think possible. it feels like Iguodala is just going to come down to the Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. Iguodala's been living in, like, in Oakland this whole time, man. Yeah. He's, no, I would love if they added Iguodala. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. um, no, I think Raptors might have to just, like you said, Will, like a buyout candidate type guy. Like well, yeah. nothing, or nothing like, like a trade. trade. And you know, the other thing about bringing guys in, like a Gallinari or a Drummond or whoever you want to throw in, like Nick has pretty low patience for guys. Um, getting used to the system, right? And if you don't play defense? Yeah, if, if you if you throw in a Gallinari, say, in March or something, mm-hmm. like with 15 games left to the to the postseason, yeah. like I'm not sure if that's enough time for Nick to even work up trust to have that guy out there for more than like 10 minutes a game. Fair enough. I don't mind Gallo, though, because I do think he's really talented offensively. And no, he can do a lot I, of things. I think it'd be great. Him. I'm just not – I wouldn't I don't, I don't. want to give up anything for him, like yeah. anything tangible. Fair enough. Also, one last thing before I leave um, – what do you guys think about the Kendrick Perkins KD beef? <laughs> that was that was freaking hilarious. Like the, the NBA is just unnecessarily messy. You, on one day you have, uh, I, I meant to say slugs, which I think is one of the best NBA stories ever. Well, my my theory yeah. on that is, you know, Matthew Della Vadova is a slug, so that's how all that stuff started. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I think um, I, I mean it's entertaining. I guess. I mean, I've always thought that KD should just like not be online. Because yeah. you're Kevin Durant, but he's also out for the whole season with nothing to do. Like, what would you do if you were out for the whole season? I mean, yeah, people, people talk shit about me too, but I, try I think to, it's I try hilarious that he that. said, "Perk, you averaged two two points and three rebounds." That's crazy. You think he had yeah, the basketball just... reference page up? He's like, I know, I'm gonna research this. This, <laughs> but I think Katie was going through it too because uh, Westbrook got a really great uh, welcome back last night mm, in yeah. OKC, yeah. and you know, KD, like you know, he obviously hasn't gotten a good welcome back in OKC. Um, I don't know what kind of welcome you think he'll get in Golden State when he goes back. Like he doesn't really have yeah. like a home home, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So bad for the guy. Yeah, if only he came to Toronto in 2016, baby. Yeah, yeah come on, man. His best friend Gravis Vasquez is right there. He All was right. wearing a David Price jersey at OVO Fest. Don't forget that. Yeah, well, yeah. Kawhi was All wearing right, some Blue Jays gear. So thank you for the thank call. You. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's go to the next one. Isaiah Montreal. Who should we get at the deadline? Isaiah, who do you want to get the deadline? I mean, I heard you guys. Uh, hey, guys, first of all, I'm a big fan of you guys. Oh, thank you. And, thank um, you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, I hear you guys talking about getting Gallinari. Yeah. I mean, I can see that being a good uh, good trade, but, like, um, who do you think will be giving up, you know, oh. to, to get, like, a Gallinari? Probably be, like, Serge in a pick. It's not great, man. Uh, you know? think they'll take that? I think it might be a three-way deal. I don't know if OKC okay, needs Serge yeah. back. You know what I mean? You think Norm That's gets – you think Norm – does Norm work? I'll, Think about that too. Maybe Norm a pick, and I don't, I don't know. Norm's like a decent contract for what yeah. he's been contributing so, before his injury. Man, I feel bad if Norm was this year's JV. Like, gets hurt, comes back, immediately gets traded. I guess it. I just feel yeah. hard. I'm so attached to this team now, and like, it's like I don't know who to give up. No. Yeah, giving like, up Serge, you would be taking a part yeah. of you would be taking exactly. a part of the championship core away. You know, yeah, that's so Serge. That's what I'm saying. You don't necessarily yeah. need to make a move, though. That's the thing. First yeah. off, you don't even have enough time to evaluate how good is this team really. Like, someone asked Nick Nurse about that at practice just now. And Nick mm-hmm. is like, honestly, man, well, we just need to get healthy and stay healthy because we can compete with anybody. And, and of it's course, true. He's a coach. He's going to say that nice thing about his team. But also, I kind of believe him. They beat the Lakers. They competed with the Clippers. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, the performance against the Bucks wasn't that good. Yo, bro, Pat McCaw almost put a triple double on this on the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, because he plays forty two minutes a game for you know reasons unknown. I'm, I don't know why though. <laughs> yeah, he, he has some info on Nick Nurse, right? Yeah, he, he has some. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's got the stash of the NN hats. Yeah, he's got the unreleased NN hats. Yeah. Yeah. In a tie dye colorway. Yo, yeah. actually, Nick was. Say, someone asked him about like, uh, you know, how's the rotation going to change when guys come back, and he's like, "Well, you know how I feel about Pat McCaw." And I thought for a second he's going to be like, "Oh, he's still going to start," but then he's like, "No, no, no, he's a specialist." So I think Nick knows. Yeah. They're shorthanded, man. What do you want him to do? No, no backup point guard. Basically, Terrence is more of a two. You need somebody yeah, to do something. I mean, it's you know, McCaw's just been up and down. But the upside actually pretty been nice, though. Like, did you think McCaw can give you 11 assists? No, honestly, I don't even remember what life was like before Pat McCaw was in the starting lineup. It just <laughs> okay. seems like such a staple of Raptors basketball now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, he no, he's had some, you know, he's kind of a give-and-take player, kind of like Norm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Give-and-take. I prefer Norm, but, you know. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. trade trade targets, I don't know. Do you have anyone in mind? That you know you think would be nice. I like Gallinari. I mean, Drummond. Like, I don't see it working, nah. but I can't see it working. But like, nah, we don't need those problems right now. I'm good. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. If the Raptors, I don't are, really know to be honest. <laughs> well, the Raptors are going to win on their defense, so I don't want to trade our center, which is the most important piece of the defense. No, for Drummond, true. who's not a good defender, and I'm think I'm sure the Raptors can get Drummond in, develop him, make him a better defender. I'm I'm no doubt about that. But mm-hmm. immediately this year. I don't think so. No, no, no. And I think I think you're right. That that is going to be the Raptors' like identity going into the playoffs. Yeah, is the defense. defense exactly. Is yeah. the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, um, it's a it's a tough year for the Raptors yeah, to be tough. like making trades and stuff. What are uh, one last thing? What are our expectations though for like this year? Like, I don't see us repeating, but like, mm. how like do you think a first round exit would be like a disappointment or? Uh, I think so. It depends on yeah. who they lose to in the first round. Though. Like the if they play the yeah. Sixers. If they lost in seven to the Sixers in the first round, you're like, that's understandable. It's a bad matchup. Like, it's unlucky to meet a team like yeah, the Sixers yeah, yeah. first round. They're, they're huge. Who, who would you pick right now, though, if it was Sixers Raptors in the first round? Both teams are healthy. Is Embiid back? Yeah, both teams are full strength. I think this all is good. I, I think I'll go with the Raptors. To be honest, if the Raptors had home court, I would take them in seven. Home court, yeah, exactly. I would okay. take them in seven. Matt Thomas four bounce shot in Game Seven to win it. Yeah, Yo, come on, man. Matt Thomas not hitting no rim. Matt Thomas all game net. series. Matt Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see you've you've carried this out in your mind before. Oh yeah, many times. Um, but yeah, I, I think honestly, I think their ceiling. I don't know if you agree, Will, is mm-hmm. to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, um, that would be nice. But but honestly, it depends on matchups. I think yeah, I think yeah, the East playoffs is going to be very matchup heavy. Every team is flawed in some small way, you know. So. I mean, yeah. you might have a path where you need to beat, like, say, Indiana and Boston yeah. to get to the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals, which sounds pretty doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. So, so I would love to yeah. beat the Celtics. I would oh, love man. to Just beat Just end Celtics. all that Bob so Cousy good. talk. Yeah. Mm. All no right. more Bob Cousy. Yeah. All right, thanks for the call, Isaiah. Yeah. No problem. Thanks, guys. All, all right. right. All right, next caller, we got Andrew in Guelph. Madden. More trade scenarios. <laughs> Andrew. Hey, guys. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I love what you guys do. Uh, you guys are, uh, I like to say, 99.8 percentile <laughs> of uh, Raptors coverage. So uh, just doing what you guys do. Yes, just blame uh, out of us. I really appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, so the first thing I actually wanted to talk about was uh, Kyle Lowry's, like you guys brought up on uh, Run It Back, uh, you know, talking about Kyle Lowry's Hall of Fame case. And yeah. I got to say, 
when he gets his second chip this year, I really think it's going to be a slam dunk. I mean, oh yeah, oh if he gets another that, chip this year, guarantee first ballot Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt about it. Because I really, I've been saying this all year, and no one, no one wants to, no one wants to hear it. Yeah. The season's ending one of two ways. Okay, we're either going to lose it, we're going to lose in the finals in six, no matter what, and it's either okay. we're going to lose to LeBronto in uh, Toronto, which is going to suck. But I mean, that keeps on that narrative, right? Sure. Or game six here we're going to host the Clippers and we're going to beat them and Kawhi's going to have to leave the court and realize they're going to dim the (laughs) they're going to dim the lights and retrace the steps of him walking off the court as the Raptors celebrate get that ready MLSC it's going to be Toronto LA I just don't know which LA at this point because that Western Conference final is going to be nuts yeah I love this confidence I love this confidence man yeah. Well, no, but realistically, like, is there a single? You guys were just talking about this. There's not a single Eastern Conference team outside of maybe Milwaukee where you, ha- if the Raptors have home court, are you picking? Like, there's no one else who's a clear cut. Like, oh yeah, they're no. definitely going to beat the Raptors, yeah. right? Like, it's there's all no no, no head and shoulders better than the Raptors team. Milwaukee maybe, but I, and we all know with Milwaukee, if you can yeah, figure exactly. out a way to slow down Giannis, which the Raptors literally did that last year. Obviously, they had Kawhi that helped a lot, but, but we didn't have OG. Yeah, well, I didn't have OG. Yeah, if if OG's allowed to play defense, here's the thing. Well, I mean, it's it's different. You're not the referees in the NBA are never going to give Kawhi Leonard six fouls. Yeah, ever. Yeah, that's ever. Yeah. Right. But with a guy like OG, I could see OG getting six fouls playing the exact same defense yeah. against Giannis. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean but Giannis. Then throw, yeah. But then we can throw Pascal on him, right? Like we got wings to throw. Yeah, we do. We do. Well, here's the thing: when they play Milwaukee, like and we got Stanley Johnson. No, no. Yo, come on. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. That's one propaganda too much. Oh shit! Um, oh, shit. Giannis, Giannis, obviously the best player in that series. But like, who's the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth best player in that series? I think that's it's like the whole Raptors roster. Well, if you depending on how you think about online, it. I mean, yeah. Middleton's better than DeRozan, so oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Don't get Will started on that. Yeah. Chris Middleton's a premium Norman Powell. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying there's a non-zero chance the Raptors make the finals. You know, yeah, and. No, I'm just t- I'm, I'm I'm just kidding about Middleton, but um, honestly, I'm just so tired of Middleton propaganda. Man. Yeah. There's there's when Middleton. did we all agree Middleton was this, like superstar player? Uh, I have never seen Middleton do anything. When they superstar opened up player. Deer Pond in Milwaukee, bro. Or I'm gonna Deer pull up, I'm gonna pull up Middleton's exact numbers in last year's playoffs. Wow, it's actually his homepage. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so just keep stay on the line, man. Just make sure we have this exact. By the effect. way, Chris Middleton's nickname on Basketball Reference is Baby Joe Johnson. Baby I just saw Joe this. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, so keep in mind. So Chris Middleton was not getting guarded by the best defender. Yes, right. Kawhi was Kawhi was on Giannis. Yeah, who was guarding Middleton? Not, not a lot of people were guarding Middleton. To be honest, they're helping off of this guy, averaging thirteen point seven points, forty one percent from the field, four point two assists, one point eight turnovers, four fouls a game. So he's Norman Super Powell on a bad day against Milwaukee. I'm just gonna look up Norman Powell's numbers. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Raptors. I mean, honestly, like if they stay healthy, they can compete with anybody. I actually do agree with that. Um, I'm feeling real good with with the guys coming back. Everyone's optimistic, and it's Friday, man. So. Yeah, I guess every day is Friday. Okay, all right. When you're a freelancer, that's what happens. Uh, next caller, we have uh, Jr. Tolkien from uh, Austin, <laughs> Texas. Somehow, what you, bro? What are you doing in Austin, Texas? Hello, am I on? Yes. Hello, my name's Token. I'm just in Austin, Texas. Big oh. fan of the show. Thought I'd call in and say hello to Will and Alex. Um, 
I just had a question uh, regarding playoff matchups. Who who would be your ideal first round matchup? Mm. Your second round, and then obviously the Bucks in the third round. I personally look at it with Indiana getting Victor Oladipo back. That's so very that's convincing accent, look. man. That is a tough look. Who is it? Well, I've been here three days, so I picked up a few things. You sound like you sound like Tim McMahon. Yeah, don't you have to go do the PP&E section, bro? Yo, go, go home. Do some accounting already, man. Yeah. Uh, you actually, this conference was on business development. Please put some respect <laughs> on me. I've moved on past PP&E. This guy has an I- ICAO I tattoo on his... Theory. He has an ICAO tattoo on his belly. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's an inside accountant, thing, I guess. Yeah, made him laugh, so it was real. Um, <laughs> okay, look at... Look okay. At, first off right now, the potential first-round matchup we've number two seed right now is Orlando. Yeah, that's That'd nice. be hilarious. Jonathan I, Isaac's out for the season too, right? Yeah. So Markel Fultz will win game one oh, against yeah. the Raptors. Oh, they still got DJ Augustine, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could sweep that, no problem. No, the number two seed is so important. I don't think yeah, yeah. people realize this. I mean, people do, but. I mean, Brooklyn I mean, Brooklyn might be a little bit of trouble just because playoff Kyrie is pretty nice. But they're not going to win four games no, against the Raptors. they're not. And then Charlotte's not going to do it. And then Detroit, Chicago, Washington, like, bro. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't know, man. First round opponent, anybody, to be honest. I'm more worried about the second round opponent. And in that sense, I honestly, you just got to think about which teams the Raptors match up best against. I'll just say this. Like, Miami's really tough in a weird way. I don't want to play them. They're really, like, deep and, like, team-oriented, and it yeah. feels very similar to the Raptors. But you don't think you don't think they're, like, real? Well, A, they're 6-0 and in overtime games. That's yeah. a little fluky. You can't hang on the record. That, and then, B, they're getting, like, 55 points per game from rookies. No, that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, are those rookies going to give you 55 playoff points? I don't. But think. you have to remember, Jimmy Butler is a good Texas boy, so oh, you yeah. got to give him credit. This is, a, this, this is this guy's calling from South by Southwest right now. Jeez. What's going on, man? Yeah. That's in three months. My Uber driver told me that on the way in. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, tour days, right? Anyways, if 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 the Raptors are the two seed. Orlando and then like Boston is, yeah. is is a pretty good path. Boston actually just so you can remind everyone that since the Raptors became an NBA franchise mm. in what ninety five, they have won the same number of titles as the Boston Celtics. Yeah, fair enough. So I don't want to hear from Bob Cousy on Twitter anymore. All right? Bob Cousy's not on Twitter. Bob Cousy bro. beat Ernst and Young in nineteen sixty five. Bob Cousy posting uh, Republican memes on, on Facebook. You know that, right? <laughs> this guy's sharing info. I'll be honest, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to get too big for my bridges <laughs> or fill up too up into my boots. Mm. But I gotta say, looking at the teams in the East outside of the Bucks, I don't see the Raptors losing any of those series in six mm. games or even seven, especially <laughs> if they have home court. Okay. Why? Why is Philadelphia expected to be a difficult matchup? I just want to know. Philadelphia is where a, are they expected to score points and, against us? I just, I would just really love to know. This guy watched is, five is seasons of Embiid's defense. That's all. That's all I'm worried about, to be honest. Embiid's defense. The Sixers are a media-driven contender, man. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, their last year. Celtics. You really think Sixers are going to win three rounds to get to the finals? No. Al Horford might retire in two weeks. Uh, Al Horford he's, he's might been, tear his He's been again. sending out retirement signals. Seems very unhappy. Wow. Yeah. You trust Brad Brown to win three playoff series? Hell no. Though. Maybe two. No. One. They got to fire him midway through the series. Yeah. And have Rich Paul coach the team. Wow. If he says one more thing about Ben Simmons shooting threes. Wow. Ben Simmons can't even shoot ones, man. You <laughs> <laughs> not being able to shoot ones is crazy. I'm just saying, man. He shoots like 55% on free throws. 
Start yeah. there. Start, you know, start with one. You know that, what's that meme of pick up 25 cards? <laughs> pick up 25 cards or shoot a three. Yo, ben, ben Simmons. Yeah, ben Simmons losing uh, Uno, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this man shooting. In a series, who would hit more threes, Rondé or Ben Simmons? Uh, be 1-1. One, one. Rondé yeah. could kick a ball. But Rondé would get benched five games after shooting his first three. Yeah. yeah. Nick's like, we can't have this. Well, right, thank bro. you so much, guys, for taking my call. Yeah, big you're, fan you're, you're as welcome, always. Uh, big shout out to your other show, Run It Back. Uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. really do tell people should watch that show. Mm. I'm a big fan. I enjoy your chemistry. All right. Um, and you guys should keep that going. Honestly, I need more of that. You can't take so many breaks. Oh, yeah, I look forward to seeing your pickup ball stats on Twitter. Yeah, January. Oh, of 19th. course, if yeah, you yeah. show up on the 19th, I'll give you a personal look. Right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. All right, man. Take care, bud. All right, big thanks to uh, Paulo Abdul for calling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, next caller. We sounded like Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or I, something. I can't believe he did the accent the whole thing. That was like a Kyle Lowry interview. Yeah. Yeah. What was Kyle doing? Nobody knows. Someone said Tiger Woods. That is very strange. Yeah. I but, know. I mean, he's a big golf guy, though. Yeah. Kyle's a funny guy. You think Kyle's funny? Yeah, he's funny. All right. Just he's checking. Funny. He's funny like he'll give you a wet willy and laugh at you. Yeah. He's that kind of funny. All right. Okay. Line one, Mason, North Bay. O'Shea and Terrence Davis's contracts. What do you want to know about their contracts? Yeah, hey, guys. So uh, I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you. First of all. Um, so my question is, in, in the last five or six games, O'Shea's played about 10 or plus minutes every game. And since he's on a two-way contract, do you see them converting his contract to an NBA, con- like, to an NBA contract in the next before the end of the season? And if so, who do you think they'd cut? Uh, I could see it. Um, and it'll probably be Malcolm Miller. Yeah, Malcolm's fallen out of favor recently. I'm just saying, if the two-way guy's playing more than you, then it's unfortunate, you know? And it's, like, yeah. cheaper to cut Malcolm than uh, Stanley, for example, who has, like, another year on his deal that's guaranteed. So Stanley, maybe, though. Nah, man. You don't think so? It, even just even just having that contract on the books to be a tradable piece to yeah. match salaries, that's a little bit more useful. Yeah, I have been really impressed by O'Shea though. I have, I have, so I have too. Honest, and also Malcolm Miller could be on an NBA roster. It's just Raptors are mad deep, it, and if he gets crunched, then it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Terrence? You wanted to ask about Terrence? Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so when everyone comes back in a few weeks, hopefully, because no. not in a few weeks, timeline. man. Next week. Next week. Yeah. Next week. Um, do you see him? Because like, I know at the plan to start year was to get him some time down with the nine oh five. Do you see that happening at any point? Just maybe to get him some more reps if a lot of people are back and his minutes are going to drop. I almost think he's too good for that. No, like I don't know. Yeah, I th- I thought at the start of the year he'd start at least a part of the season in the nine oh five. It just mm-hmm. felt very natural, and the Raptors do that a lot with the rookies. But like as Nick Nurse talked about. He's played him from the first game. Like, that first game against the Pelicans, Terrence Davis was in there getting a putback. Yep. You know, he was in that game, um, and he's mm-hmm. consistently featured throughout. He's actually been one of the Raptors' healthiest players all year, yep. which is rare for a rookie because um, you got to consider, like, the workload of, like, an NCAA player is you play, like, four months at most, and you're playing, like, 40 games. Oh, wow. And he's already at 38. NCAA comps over here. Wow. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, if it's it's honestly one of those things is you just talk to him like, hey, do you feel like you're in a rhythm? Because for a while, the Raptors mm-hmm. might be in a place where they might not have more than five to ten minutes available for Terrence. 
Yeah, and that's, if that's the case, maybe get him a couple of games. But I also do think that, like, honestly, he's playing well enough that he should be in consideration for that eighth and ninth spot. If he falls be- be- beyond ninth in the rotation, then maybe. But I think we're going to get a lot of uh, Pat McCall playing. Why is Pat McCall playing ahead of Terrence Davis when yeah. everyone comes back? And, you know, I think to the point of what Nick said about, you know, having played him since the first game, I think if Nick views him as someone who can contribute in the playoffs, mm. then he should okay. have him in the rotation right now. That makes sense. And and to get these reps, I mean, even the reps against, like, say, like against Charlotte this week, yeah. when he was able to bounce back and have that huge game. I mean, it earns trust with the coach too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, we all know that the rotation is going to shorten in the playoffs. Um, so you know, if if Nick sees Terrence as one of the top eight or top nine guys, then yeah, you know, I feel like he shouldn't go to the nine hundred five, and they should make a concerted effort to have him in there, whether it's fifteen, twenty minutes a game, whatever it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just with Terrence, if he wants to get more time, you got to limit the turnovers a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then limit the fouls. If he can do those things, because he's already doing a lot of positive things on the floor, like. He's shooting 47% from the field, 40% from three, and 94% from the free throw line. For a rookie, that's amazing. And a lot of times when the offense bogs down with, like, the second unit yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, like, he's the one that has really stepped up, and he's not afraid to take the shots. And yep. he doesn't take bad shots. No, he, he really takes doesn't. What's, he takes what, what's given to him. And he's aggressive with his shot, which is rare, because, like, yep. the rest of the team almost feels, like, a little bit too tentative with their shot. Yeah, it's him and Chris Boucher, man. Okay, Boucher's <laughs> too aggressive with the shot. <laughs> Chris Boucher trying to make Instagram highlights still, you know? Wow. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, man. Right, no problem. Have a nice day, guys. Thank All you. Right. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Zach in Toronto. This is just nonstop when you do the calling show, man. It's just nonstop. Yeah, I didn't know your show was this popular. Nice. I thought we'd just take three calls and banter. No. Zach in Toronto, you want to talk about summer moves? Uh, hey, Lou. Hey, Will. Uh, first off, first time caller. Uh, Loved it. Uh, Love listening to you guys since uh, the Raptors Republic game yeah. podcast days. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask, we have a ton of roster spaces open this summer. We have a lot of people coming off the cap, Mark, Surge, a lot of money to spend. I presume we'll be targeting to retain Fred. Uh, what's your, what would you say is an ideal summer like in terms of retaining players who are targeting? We obviously want to preserve cap space for 21, 22 as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say my ideal summer would be you re-sign Fred to uh, at least a three-year deal. Um, probably nothing too expensive, like and nothing above like twenty-two million. And then you re-sign one of the two centers. I mean, if they both want to come back on short deals, then by all means, of course. But if it's like if they get Marcus off on a two-year deal, that's like two years, uh, thirty, thirty-five or forty, even. Where mm-hmm. the second the second year you can still trade him when if you need that cap space to get Giannis. Um, yeah, like a two-year deal for one of, the, one of the centers. I think I'd be pretty happy with that. And then you can just trust these guys in the front office to go out and find um, not only draft picks, which you know they're able to actually use their draft pick this year, provided they don't trade it this year, uh, and also just find guys on the cheap, man. I mean, they got Rondé for like 2.5 mil, like a week into free agency, and Rondé's been much more productive than a lot of players in the NBA this season. You know, like you can trust that the front office can find guys on the cheap. So, And you got, they, they got Terrence Davis, like they signed him in summer week, man. So yeah, I, I kind of I'm, I'm not I'm not that ambitious this year. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to 2021. What if Giannis signs his uh, supermax? Well, then you might pivot courses, but yeah. I don't think he will do that. Okay, I don't think he will do that. All right, all right. So no no chance of Bogdan Bogdanovich at all. He's restricted. He's restricted, right? Is he yeah, restricted? He is. He is. Yeah. He is restricted. Yeah. 
We'll see where he lands in the trade deadline. I mean, I wouldn't mind if the Raptors got in and got Bogdan, to be honest, because he's really, really nice. Bidding might get kind of high because there's not a lot of guys out there, right? Yeah, we'll see for now. I mean, honestly, it feels like half the team is tank- uh, half the league is tanking, and the other half is trying to go for the playoffs, which is kind of, I guess, where you're supposed to be. But if that's the case, there's multiple sellers. Uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll see. But hey, Bogdan would be nice. Um, I, I don't mind Bogdan at all, to be honest. Yeah, but I'm with you. You know, uh, re-sign Fred. And yeah. then it might just be a quiet summer. Mike Raptor's going to sign like three guys that you've never heard of. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And they'll probably be great. Yeah. Matt Thomas the second. Wow. Geez. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Matt Thomas got a brother, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. Can you shoot? Probably. Yeah. Just bring him in for a tryout. Probably. Um, in the meantime, we're still accepting calls. So call in on the two numbers below 416 263 8297. 416 263 8298. In the meantime, Let's clear up some of these uh, YouTube questions. Sounds good. Robaz underscore underscore says, uh, address the rumors about Van Bleet to the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons are interested. Yeah. Because the Pistons are ass, and they need players who aren't just terrible, and Van Bleet is not terrible at all. Yeah, I could see them throwing a lot of money. <clears throat> you know Dwayne um, Casey is uh, trying to sabotage the team anyway. He can. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you think Dwayne's still bitter? Uh, I think that's over now. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think every time he goes on the floor and he has to lie about uh, Sekou Demboya, he uh, is a little bitter. I would has be he bitter has too. he made an NBA comp for him yet? Uh, Pascal Siakam, any any player, okay. any player on the Pistons, Luke Kennard, Pascal Siakam. So what you're saying is the uh, next year's Pistons starting backcourt is going to be Fred VanVleet and Demar Derozan and Pascal Siakam. Oh, okay, uh, Bruce Brown, but yeah. he said Bruce Brown reminded him of Pascal Siakam. Yeah, which I I can't believe it, man. I I really can't believe it. Yeah, but. You can't. You literally hang out with the guy who does the most propaganda in the city. Yeah, would you lie about that? <laughs> I wouldn't lie about that. I would just pick another player. You know, be like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Luke Kennard is like who would Dwayne Casey's comparison be for Terrence Davis? You think if if, if <laughs> everybody's pa- he just sees not Pascal a, not, every not single a, person, not Mitch Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to look up who that was. At the I the research, this guy really thought Mitch Richmond was like a nobody, man. Bro, he's only he he didn't win, man. That's why if, if Mitch Richmond's in the in, in the Hall of Fame for putting up empty stats, yeah. Kyle Lowry should be in there for putting up wins. It's about winning. The game is about winning. I found like Masai Ujiri. The yeah, game is you win. You play to win the this game. That's Larry Tenenbaum. Uh, Harris Fong asks, uh, "What do you think will be higher, Matt Thomas's true shooting percentage or Alex's confidence that Giannis will sign?" Actually, I'm gonna look up the true shooting percentage right now. Yeah, look answer. it up so we can give a correct answer. Yeah, we are um, a stat-based show. Yo, is, is it blasphemous if I say, you know, I wouldn't mind if Giannis stayed in Milwaukee? Yo, get the is hell out of here. What's wrong with you, man? I was just having that thought the That's other it. night. That's it. It's over for you, Stanley. Because then we would be the Clippers. No. We would be the Clippers in this scenario. No, we're not. Like. We're not. We're going to hire. the Clippers mock retired Blake Griffin's <laughs> jersey. Yeah. They photoshopped him on a shirt that everyone wore with. Martin Luther oh, yeah. King. It was like a Black History Month. Thing, Martin Luther sure, King right? was on there. Nelson yeah. Mandela, a bunch of other people, and he's like, "Blake, this is where your jersey's gonna go. You're gonna be the first one retired here. It's not just gonna be Austin Rivers posters everywhere. It's gonna be you." And then they traded him like two months later to Detroit. They left him in Detroit in the middle of January. All right, take it back. Yeah, we're not gonna Giannis be we're not gonna to, the Clippers. Be honest to Toronto. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Matt sorry. Thomas is sorry for having that thought. Matt Thomas shooting for sixty-six point three. So yeah, uh, it's way lower than I expected. Wow. Uh, my confidence for Giannis is, uh, I forgot what I was at, 85 last time. Oh, so you're higher. Yeah, so I'm definitely higher. All right. Um, All right. That's enough of this. Yeah. Let's take a call. Line one, Don in Toronto. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? 
Good. You guys are great, by the way. I used to listen to a lot of hot take nonsense on ESPN when I first started watching the Raptors, and man, it was awful. What ESPN uh, was talking about the Raptors? Don't worry. Give us three years, man. Yeah, you're gonna become <laughs> that. When was ESPN talking about the Raptors? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like three years ago, every like once every six months or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, anyways, I have a quick, uh, lighthearted question. Mm. Um, I'm like a fiery, like emotional guy that gets caught up in the moment sometimes. So like, just like this Yo, guy, relax, don't, yeah. don't just like fingers. this guy. Will seems like Will seems like me. Gets get quite upset at the losses, and <laughs> Alex, you're kind of like me sometimes too. You get way too high sometimes <laughs> on the wins. So oh, like, okay. I thought you were talking about something else. All right, all right uh, deal, deal I was like I mean, that as I well. I got I got that kind of high too, but. Wow, just lost uh, all our sponsors. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah, go on. Yo, KFC's like half business is made on getting people getting high. Uh, no comment. No comment. We lost you there for a second, but go on. Every yeah. KFC is, every context for KFC is good. All right, what do you want? So I was going to say, how do you guys keep level-headed so you don't get too high or too low? I know Will this year is saying, like, you know, the Raptors championship would mellow him out a bit. It seems like it did a little. <laughs> it didn't. I can confirm that it hasn't. Yeah. Yeah, no. The real podcast should be uh, what I say on Media Row during the game. That's way harder than anything I would say in uh, a loaded mic. Yeah, I mean, will you called um, PJ Tucker a Foot Locker employee this year <laughs> during a game? And um, I think when JJ Reddick got like two foul calls, you're like, "Yo, this this white privilege is just sickening." Uh, um, those are just some <laughs> of the ones that I have in my notebook. But to your question, wow. um, honestly, I don't know if this sounds really a uh, fake deep. But mm. at the end of the day, it's just sports, you know? Like, we watch... Okay, right. No, but, like, we watch sports and, like, we watch these teams. Mm. Like, for me, like, I watch it mostly for, like, just entertainment, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the Raptors gave us the most entertaining year that you could possibly ask for yeah. last season. And I think it's been really good to carry that energy through to this season. And that's kind of just what I remind myself. And, you know, I don't get really low because... I remember that they're champions. Yeah. But I also get really high when they win, like when they beat the Hornets in overtime this week. It's like, let's celebrate these wins. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll say, um, what I think the difference this year, it's been the last few years, is that like every single year the Raptors got embarrassed and were made to be a joke. And the Raptors were never at a point where they weren't a joke. Even when they were good, they were a good team, but they were a good joke. You know what I mean? Because you knew that like that Cleveland situation was going to hang over them. LeBron was going to hang over them. After the title, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. It's it's okay. Like, I'm not as desperate to see the team succeed anymore. Not in the sense that, like, I don't want to see them win. I want to see them win every game. But at the same time, I'm not taking the losses as hard because I don't really feel like this is this team's a fraud or whatever. Because, like, you, once you've been there, you know. Yeah. It's, it's weird yeah. to, like, losing your virginity, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I'm also trying my best, you know, just to, like, appreciate – the whole season and appreciate this era that the Raptors are in because, you know, it's not always going to be like this. It hasn't always been like this, no, obviously. No, no, no. And, you know, sometimes I really do just remind myself that, like, yo, the Raptors are one of the best organizations right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you would agree they have one of the best head coaches. Yeah, for And, sure. um, you know, the roster has been playing the way that they've been playing, no matter if it's five guys or ten guys. And, you know, I just think the franchise is in a really good spot that, you know, it's not – worth it to get really worked up over these kinds of you know wins and losses that happen over the regular season and like will said all these other seasons it was like oh they're so good in the regular season but we need them to validate it in the playoffs yeah and they didn't do it for so many years i feel validated now and now we're validated and also like man like no matter you know who they match up with in the playoffs like we've talked about like 
you know, it's weird to feel good about a Raptors team going into the postseason. Yeah. And it's weird to feel good about, you know, not just the matchups, but know that you have a coach that can uh, carry you through, like through a seven-game series, not get outcoached and things like that. Like there's a lot of things to be just positive about. Yeah. That's a long Thanks, answer. Thanks, man. I really, that's awesome. I, you guys inspired me. Oh, good, good. I'm happy we Thanks, were able man. to do that. You guys that. are awesome. Yeah. All right, enjoy Take your care. weekend, man. Thank you. Okay. Have a great weekend. He was directing that at me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <sighs> uh, before we actually get to Richard in Montreal, uh, Kev, Kevy Schaff says, better hairline, Alex Caruso or Cody Zeller? Oh, that man. one's crazy, Didn't man. you say Cody Zeller looked like a member of the royal family the other he day? He does, though. Yeah. He does. Like, he has that, like, that... He's probably like fourth in line for the throne. Yeah. Uh, behind, uh, what's the other Zeller? Tyler? Um, yeah. Sorry, I was yeah. thinking about Plumleys for a second. No, no, no. It's a different family. Yeah, it's yeah. like apples. It's literally apples and oranges. Of Yo, the remember when the Pacers had two Hansbros on the Who team? Who was the second one? Oh, man. Remember when Ron Artest was going to fight Tyler Hansbro and he got so scared? Oh, man. It was great. Honestly, I kind of remember when the Raptors, remember when Dwayne Casey was like, I got a surprise starter? And it was Tyler Hansbro. Yeah. Imagine starting Tyler Hansbro in a playoffs game. Uh, ben Hansbro. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, look at him. He looks like Tyler Hansbro. <laughs> <laughs> For those watching at home that can't see it, yeah. Just yeah. picture Tyler Hansbro. That's what Ben Hansbro looks like. Um, ben Solo. Okay. All right. Yeah. You watch Star Wars? What did uh, you think? No, I haven't watched the new trilogy. Okay. At all? Um, the, yeah, know, the I, fan base is very toxic. Yeah, yeah. You, where, where are you on on Raylo? Are you a Raylo fan or no? Yeah, I'm, I don't get into that stuff. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, fair enough. All right, next one. Uh, line two, Richard in Montreal. Richard, what's hey. good? How are you guys doing? Good, good, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So I just had a question. With the Supermax deals now mm. uh, uh, being available and players in their you know, 27, 28, 29 years old, they start getting it. Do you think executives are now shying away just from what we're seeing from certain players missing uh, a year or longer, such as like John Wall, and Blake Griffin, and even Steph Curry, but I wouldn't really count him in that? Do you uh, think they're being more cautious? I don't even know. I think it's almost they don't have a choice. It's hard, right? When, when, these guys... when the max is the max, people are getting paid the max, period. And it's just okay. unfortunate, you know, because like some pl- players don't deserve. I mean, don't deserve. Like people pl- pay the players the money. I don't. I don't care about that. But it's just like, um, whatever the max is, people are gonna when they're in that position, they will leverage fully for that max. And so, like, it's just gonna end up situ- with situations where certain players are just not gonna be a great return on that investment. You know what I mean? Like yeah, John Wall, for example. Correct. And I think the other thing people don't think about with the super max is like, what's your other option, right? Like when Blake Griffin or when John Wall was up for the extension, it's like either you sign that guy or do you just let him walk, right? Like the Clippers yeah, option, I guess, with Blake Griffin true. would have been to let him walk. Wow, they had a lot but, of options with Blake Griffin. Yeah, but, but you know, need to retire but, but you know what? They signed him. They were able to make a trade and they were able to, within like a year and a half, two years, open up, you know, the cap space, rebuild the team to be able to lure Kawhi and have the assets to trade for Paul George. Yeah, yeah. So oftentimes it's like, you know, you even if you don't love the decision, yeah, you do it because gotcha. the alternative is kind of just letting the guy go, right? Yeah, it's it is really risky though when you're dealing with like, like for example, like Dame Lillard's contract. He looks good now, but like two years from now, are you going to be looking at Dame Lillard and you're paying him forty six million dollars? They're like, wow, what am I doing? 
Yeah, but then you look at Chris Paul, right? I don't, I don't think his deal was a super. Was it a supermax? No, it probably it wasn't, wasn't the full supermax. But he's getting paid like forty million a year. Yeah, and people are telling. I mean, you know, he's good now. People are like, yeah. I can't trade for this guy because he's so expensive. Like you get stuck yeah. with a guy. It's almost like musical chairs when you have an older guy on a max contract. If if anything, I think uh, um, it's signing guys that aren't really that supermax player. Yeah. To like, like a Tobias Harris comes to uh, mind ben, for me. Ben Simmons, Al Horford. <laughs> No, but Tobias Tobias Harris legitimately is like an untradeable asset, I feel like. It's hard, man. Unless I mean, you flip him for Chris Middleton. <laughs> oh, I love that. Actually. I love that uh, trade. No, but like I think it's those guys. When yeah. you commit a lot of money to those guys, a lot of Supermax guys like you just have to sign because they're the core guy mm-hmm. of your team. Yeah. I mean, John Wall, before he was injured, I mean, depending on how you feel about John Wall, I mean, he was still – it was him and Bradley Beal, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. So – all right, man. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, thanks, man. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. Enjoy St. Laurent. <laughs> I will, I will. All right. You been to Montreal? Uh, Yeah, I have. Great Many city, times. man. I love, love Montreal. Quebec City as well with you during training camp. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Remember when we went to the uh, Ursulines Museum? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. You and I were really Asian tourists. We just didn't have like the little caps on, and we, yeah. weren't, we weren't riding a, what was it, a, what's, this, what's that tour? <laughs> Not Safeway? Not not even Safeway. The other one. Yeah. The one that all the Chinese tourists. I don't about. know. Someone in the YouTube comments can wow, maybe help like you a, out. I feel like a fraud. I don't know about this. Yeah, you've been a fraud. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, line one, Aiden wants to talk about Stanley's minutes. Oh, God. All right. We're we doing suggestions after this? Yeah, we can do Sorry, suggestions guys. after this. No, it's okay, man. Talk about Stanley's minutes. Well, that was kind of my question. So, you know, <clears> last week you guys do Stanley's suggestions unknowing. Like you're not, you don't have an idea of the Fred uh, injury, and Stanley ends up getting a lot more minutes than we think. So mm-hmm. he probably didn't get to any of your oh suggestions. Will you be doing Stanley's suggestions <laughs> today, knowing that Norm is uh, coming back on Sunday? Oh, a hundred percent. We definitely have some. We have, we have Stanley. You know what? Let's do Stanley's suggestions right now. By the way, I just pulled up Stanley's page. I didn't. I haven't pulled it up all season because I never had a good reason to. I didn't realize he was averaging one point six points on twenty eight percent shooting. Uh, we are rebranding Stanley Johnson as a 23-year-old prospect yeah. who has just been lost in the weeds. I thought um, he was playing better than this. In Detroit wow. and New Orleans, and now the Raptors development team has rescued him. Uh, it'll take him a little bit to work out the bad habits, mm. and uh, we look forward to Stanley being a positive contributor to the franchise. This is, this wow, is, that was a prepared statement. This is what KD was talking about with uh, with Kendrick Perkins. Wow. <laughs> it's like you were averaging 1.8 and 2.3. Yo, 1.6 on 28%. Anyway. Uh, our sta- we, no, we are still doing Stanley suggestions. In fact, we will get to them right now. You can stay on the line if you if you have a Stanley suggestion. By all means, go for it. Um, I actually don't because I'm a server, so I don't have a lot of weekend plans. Okay, usually. fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, uh, but I do have a uh, just two really quick kind of silly questions that I wanted to throw at you guys. Could, mm. could I throw that before the suggestions? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, first of all, I don't know if I'm. I, I can't find anything about this on Twitter. But have you guys noticed that OG isn't wearing short shorts anymore? Oh, I haven't noticed. This. I have not noticed. I'm gonna bring I, I my. Want, I'll bring my tape measure to the next game. I, I just wanted to put that in uh, in, in your guys' uh, in your guys' mind. No, we're gonna look for that. Yeah, what's going no, on? That's a good. OG. That's a good tip. Wow. Oh, shoot! I I forgot my second question. So. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, we can. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I I have no suggestions, so I'm looking forward to them. And uh, shout out to Pound the Rock. Thank you guys for. Being oh, here. shout out Pound the Rock! Oh, wow, Jeez. Shout, out, shout out Joseph Cacharo. Yeah, and Joe Wolfon. Great podcast on the NBA. You should listen to it. Um, Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. 
Stanley suggestions. We, this is a good time to get to it. I was going to suggest Paramount Fine Food Center, but he found his way there already last week. Oh, God. Um, so that's off the board. Um, you know, I would suggest him go to a Koreatown for some karaoke at Echo. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Private karaoke. Yeah. Book a room ahead of time. Yeah, sing some uh, Blink-182. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Branch. Uh, let's say you have five Raptors, the starting five of Raptors karaoke. Yeah, uh, Matt Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Matt Thomas seems like he would know most of the songs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the he's been overseas too. Things. He might even know the Korean songs, man. No, K-pop. He, you think Matt Thomas knows K-pop? Apparently, he speaks a little Spanish. Maybe he can speak. You sing like I don't yeah. Know, I think Marcus Sol would be pretty fun. Okay, because yeah, he yeah, would yeah. drink oh. soju like it's a uh, Heineken. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So he's at center. Matt <laughs> uh, Thomas at two. Surge. Sur- oh yeah, Surge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have you to get, get Surge in there. In there. Yeah, yeah. He's sur- he's singing like Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Like it's like absurd. Yeah. Like. He's singing just like he's he's freestyling like Fela yeah. Kuti. He's not on the Raptors, but let's get Arun in there. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, shout out Arun. Yeah, shout out Arun. Yeah, happy birthday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, <laughs> um, is he upstairs? Um, who else? I don't know. I don't want OG there. I think OG would just sit there. Oh, OG be great, man. He, I, don't, I think he would just sit there. What you don't think OG will will sing? Uh, Pat McCall will be there just to like oh, yeah, play forty two minutes. He has yeah. to, yeah. He's and there. Sing, he's just there to sing Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. three times. I think Terrence Davis would be fun. You know. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. There we go. Took that too seriously. So that's your Stanley suggestion. My Stanley suggestion for this week, uh, since he's been spending some time in Mississauga, uh, a lot of great spots in Mississauga, uh, but I suggest Lena's Roti. Oh, yeah. Actually, he's been spending a lot of time in... uh, In Mississauga. And so, um, yeah. So in uh, when you are in... In Mississauga. You should go to Lena's Roti. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's really good, man. It's really, really good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Lena's Roti and Doubles. It's... uh, Wow, I mean, I'm giving a real, real plug here. Yeah, but is it's this a, a sponsorship. A, the Meadowvale North Shopping Center. I've only, uh, I didn't know it as, as that to be honest. But it's on Financial Drive. But uh, yeah, it's great. And then go to Leela's afterwards. We're still going to take a few more calls. Um, we have what Archie in Toronto. Archie. Hey, what's up, Ed? How you doing, man? Thanks for waiting. I'm doing good. I just wanted to say, by the way, that. Uh, I've been listening for a while, but I usually listen to the podcast, and I don't get why Will gets so much slander on his outfits. I think the Zara men work well on him. <laughs> wow. Uh, how much um, yeah, um, How much you, did, did you, Will, did you pay for this phone call? No, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Your Venmo. Your Venmo. We have Archie from uh, Zara Zara Men's here. Yeah, Zara Men's corporate office. Wow. Cute. I love it. I love it, yeah. What's up, Archie? So, so I just wanted to ask you guys what you guys think about the all-star voting returns. Personally, my favorite is that Taco Fall is still above Jason Tatum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, listen. The Celtics fan base, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're telling you who they like the most, the guy who doesn't even play. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, think it's fun. I think it's funny when teams, when these guys get voted. I, I wish it was still a thing where, like, if the fan, fan voted them in, like, they're in. Because right now yeah. the fan voting only counts for, like, what? 25% or like 50%, 50% or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, um, no, I mean, honestly, I don't mind it. I mean, like, this year it's not on Twitter as much. Yeah. So I think it's, like, all done through Google, right? So, like. Uh, I mean, Alex Caruso is sixth among guards in the West. There's always a couple of troll votes. It's like when. D- Remember when D's Nuts almost won, like, a, <laughs> like as an independent? Like, I'm, I'm serious. This is a real thing. Like, go look it up. One of the states, they were having, like, a. Like primary or whatever, and like literally, D's nuts had got eight percent of the vote. That's crazy. If, so if, it's yeah. this is like Alex Wong or sorry, Alex sorry, Alex Caruso <laughs> is like D's nuts essentially. Alex Caruso is like if Matt Thomas was a Laker, he would be Alex Caruso. 
Because the Lakers and the Celtics fan base are pretty strong in that way, right? Yeah. That they'll push these guys like, you know, Kyle Kuzma is apparently a star. Yeah. Um, but also, bro, where are you right now, man? He's, Me? He's, yeah, are you going through a car wash? He's, in, he's in Zara. No, I'm on my way to work. Oh, okay, work, work, work. He's going to Zara. All right. <laughs> um, you guys, like, honestly think that Trey Young deserves to start? I mean, honestly, he'd be fun for the All Star game. The, that's right. that's the thing. Like the All Star game, you need you want guys like that, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think when you start debating like merit and stuff, like if you want to say like, oh, Kyle versus Trey. No, I mean, let's be real, man. In an All Star setting, I'd much rather watch Trey than <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Like, come on, am I gonna see like a charge? Like, yeah. Like even Kyrie. Like I think Kyrie's up there in voting, oh, right? Like I'm, I would yeah. love to see Kyrie there if he was healthy. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but for the Raptors guys, I think you know, I think Kyle and Pascal will be there. Yeah, I, I like that Pascal's voting has been so high. Yeah. Um, he's just barely behind Joel Embiid, even though he's missed a lot more time than Embiid has so far this year. That's great to see the love from the Raptors fan base. And I think it's also just like when when you're up there that high, that's a respect from a national level. People recognize what he's doing. The only thing is Kyle Lowry needs to be higher, man. I don't want to see Kyle Lowry finish underneath Derrick Rose. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? But Derrick Rose is like the third most popular player in Asia. You know that. You know, We don't even have Google in China. You know this. What are they voting on? Baidu? <laughs> Dude, I just Erica hate these, like, all these rankings of how they think Ben Simmons should be a starter. Yeah. Ben I'm Simmons like, as an all-star starter? Yeah, I see, like, all these, like, articles from, like, CBS Sports and shit like that, and I don't get it. Like, I mean... Um, I mean, Ben Simmons should just go to the three-point contest. Oh, I and love just that. not touch yeah. the racks. He just runs through all the racks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just he just, he just goes in for layups. Yeah. Uh, I actually wanted to had this idea of like constructing the worst possible All Star weekend. Yeah. So like it'd be like Ben Simmons in the three point contest. Yeah. Andre Drummond in the three point contest. Who's in the dunk contest? Dunk contest should be like Matt Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's just, like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle just lays Kyle, it in. Yeah. Oh man, Kyle Lowry going for a reverse layup. Um, Kevin yeah. Hart has to lift him up. The skills contest with like Dwight yeah. Howard. Yeah, Serge. Sir, oh my God, Serge Ibaka in the skills contest? Be crazy. So yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, All Star voting. You know, you like like you're saying with Pascal too. Pascal's a young, fun, fun player, right? Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people, maybe even outside of Toronto, um, are voting for him. Yeah, there to you go. be there. So you know, it'll be cool. All right, Archie, thank you for the love. Yeah. Thank I you. Appreciate man. it. Thanks so much, guys. All Have right. a great weekend. He's All right. right. He's right though. Your outfits um, do get ripped on too much. That is what it is, man. Yeah, uh, I did wear a pink fanny pack for no real reason, to be honest. Also, my man sounded like he was in the middle of a GTA. Like, <laughs> look at Grant have all. Yeah, yeah. He stage, like, like he activated like the Chico where the <laughs> helicopters start coming and stuff. Man, was about you the, got five stars and everything. Was there, like sirens and stuff yeah. in the background. Yeah. All right, man. Stay safe. That all was right. intense. <clears throat> Kyle and Guelph. You want to talk about the ceiling of our young players? Uh, hey there. How you doing? Uh, good. How are you? Good. 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 Um, so, yeah, my question is about the uh, young guys on the team, um, mm. specifically Terrence, uh, Chris, O'Shea, um, and even Patrick McCaw. Uh, just where do you see these guys, or where, what, what are their ceilings, and where do you see these guys in the future of the Raptors? Um, Who do you think has the highest ceiling? You know, yeah, that's with that? an even better question, actually. It's got to yeah. be Terrence, right? I think that's pretty I think obvious, so. I think. Terrence, he doesn't have a real flaw in the game right now. Like, he has done a lot of high-skill type of moves, and it's just, like, slowing down. Like, right thing, one thing about Terrence right now that he can fix is, like, he plays at one speed all the time. Yeah. So either he's, like, 
bursting to the rim or he's missing the layup or he's not going for that layup at all. And it's not any like in between craft of like stop and go, maybe a floater, maybe cut into the middle of the lane, maybe drive through the lane and then like kick it out to the corner or something like that. It, it doesn't have that same nuance. It's very point A to point B right now. And once he gets all that other stuff down, I mean like he's six foot five, he plays defense, he's a really humble, hard working guy. Willing to learn, uh, he's already a good shooter. Like I mentioned, he's already 40% from three, and he's shooting really long free throws, like 94%. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's six foot five. Like, yo, this guy has, like, real – I mean, he's the only knock on him is that he's 22. But, I mean, we just saw what how, the amount of steps that Fred has taken. We've seen the amount of steps that an older rookie like Pascal has taken. Like, I mean, 22 is 22, whatever. Who cares? Chris Boucher is, like, low-key 27, and he's, like, breaking out this year. Yeah, so. Stanley Johnson's only a year older than Terrence Davis. Yep. Yeah, wow. that's the most surprising thing, actually. You know, uh, Stanley's been in the league for what? I don't know how many years. Five like, years now. Jesus, that's, yeah. that's a lot. For, you know, wow. um, but obviously, like, Terrence is the most composed. Um, do you see him more playing uh, more of a one or two in the future? Ideally, one more. Yeah, I guess he's one Ideally of those guys one. where he's like a combo. Yeah, like you don't really assign that specific position to him, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, I, and Nick Nurse is going to be his coach for a long time, and Nick Nurse loves two point guard lineups. Yeah, so he's probably going to be familiar playing one or two. Right now, he's better playing as a two because he's it's less decision making. He can mm-hmm. just finish plays, um, and I think as time goes on, he'll develop as a one. It's not like he has a bad handle. It's not like he has bad vision. Like he has a couple mm-hmm. nice drop off, uh, dump off passes. To he would just need to play that position more. Yeah, That's exactly. It. But yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I I see Terrence as a potential like future starter mm-hmm. in this league. Yeah, mm-hmm. like extremely go. solid for sure. Um, just a question. Um, you know, there's been a bunch of slander about Patrick McCaw, but I guess <laughs> yeah. you'd say, like, recently we've seen, like, good flashes, you know, yeah. 11 assists. Yeah. Um, do you see him getting, you know, significantly better, or is it kind of just going to stay around the same uh, level of play that we're seeing now for the next couple of years? Quite honestly, I'm really confused by him because I've seen him do a lot of really difficult things. Like, in that Celtics game where he had probably his best game of the season, even better than he, what he did against Charlotte. In that Celtics game, you know, he hit a shot where he, like, stopped on a dime and banked the jumper off, like, off the, the backboard. And, I don't know, maybe that was a miss, but I, I doubt it. I really do think that that's things that you can do. He he seems to be able to handle. He can sort of pass with either hand. Like, it's like he can do these things. It's just on a game-to-game basis, you never know what you're going to get. You might get three points, two rebounds, and, like, in 36 minutes. Or, you know, you might get, like, a really nice performance. So I, I think it's really about consistency but if i see you do that in the game i feel like you have at least some ability and i I think that's probably why nick kind of believes in him but it's really hard to project a guy like that because you don't really know if he brings it on the same level on a game-to-game basis yeah and i feel like him being forced into the starting lineup he's actually been forced to like he has he's had no choice to be but to be more aggressive with his offense yeah and i feel like he's done that now in in terms of looking when he when he's open when he's got the shots he'll shoot it Mm -hmm. the corner threes and you know you've seen him like drive to the basket and things like that I feel like ideally he would be like maybe a twenty-minute guy on a good team. Yeah. Like I don't project him to be someone who might develop. I mean, even into 15. like a starter. Yeah, like a fifteen, twenty-minute yeah. guy. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's just in a, such an interesting spot that it's very easy to pick on him. Yeah. And, and it yeah, seems like he weird. can hit corner threes, which is like if you can hit corner threes, you can handle the ball a little bit, you can defend. Then yeah, you should be able to play in the back in, in a bench unit. Yeah. I think we would just keep expecting him to be a little better than he is. I just think Raptors fans, we got to pick on one guy all the time. Yeah. And it's been a lot of guys over the years, and this year is kind of Pat McCall. I mean, I'm not saying it's all unjustified. I'm just saying, like, we kind of like to have one guy that's kind of weirdly, like, you yeah. know. Norm was, that guy. Norm was that guy for a little while, but, you know. JV was that guy yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Terrence Ross was that guy. 
Damari Carroll. For sure. <laughs> no, Damari Carroll was just straight up bad, man. <laughs> Damari Carroll, the uh, worst 3 and D player ever. The brick. We've ever had on the team. But yeah, um, it's weird. Patrick McCall, like, even you'll see like him finishing the, the when he cut through and Matt Thomas gave him that crazy pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish, that was impressive. You know, I wouldn't expect him to be able to finish like that. Or even the Kyle Lowry pass. pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's like an alley-oop. That slip pass to Serge Ibaka yeah. um, in the clutch. That was crazy. So yeah. definitely a lot to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, man, I believe in the Raptors to develop any player, even Stanley Johnson. Oh, sure. okay. Hopefully, so we have to do Stanley's suggestions anymore. Yeah, I was gonna but, say, uh, man, I'm telling you, we got we got more we got more of those online. All right, if Stanley gets yeah. good, if he cracks the rotation, it's Dewan's destinations. <laughs> sounds great. Sounds great. All, all right. right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, peace. Forgot about Dewan Hernandez. He's he's not healthy right now. That's all. listed ahead of Stanley Johnson on Nick Nurse's injury reports. Wow. <laughs> man, Nick Nurse just straight up wouldn't address. People will be like, hey, is Stanley coming back? And he'll be like, yeah, you know, we'll be, we'll be healthy soon. I mean, Fred's coming back. And he'll be like, you need to talk about Stanley. Anyway, <laughs> he's back now, so it's good. Roy in Toronto, should Fred be an hey. all-star? You can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Can you hear us? So do you guys think, so Fred Rimsleets right now uh, in the top Eastern Conference uh, guards voting for the all-star, right? So the top ten. So do you guys think he deserves that spot, or do you think he should go to, like, someone else? I mean, it's all-star voting. If fans want to vote him, then they vote him. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, has Fab I believe... Are his performances worth it? I would say... he's been playing so far? I think Fred uh, has contributed to more wins than a lot of players on that list ahead of him. He's contributed to more wins than Derrick Rose. He's contributed to more wins than even Trey Young, who leads the the guard vote in the East, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that the injury hurts him a lot. Yeah. Like if you even assume that he might not even come back or maybe come back close to the All Star break when the voting is done, the voting's done like on January twentieth. He'll be back soon. Don't worry, man. Yeah, it's not gonna be that long. And I don't, I don't. I mean, I know the Raptors have been a really, you know, to some people a surprise mm-hmm. in terms of where they are. But do you think surprise enough where they deserve three starters? Yeah, they're not gonna yeah. get uh, three th- players, not starters. Three players. I, at the they're not getting three. I don't really think so. Like they're getting two. We're we're playing good, but we're not playing at the at the level that you would think we would have three players that be starters yeah. on the all-star and it's a weird thing with all-star where it's always like the year you break out um is it's, it's the year after that you make it right? yeah the year after yeah. remember when kyle Edwards breaking out 2013 2014 that season it was really good i, I thought he was better than demar but demar makes an all-star game because demar the previous to that was averaging like 18 yeah. and it's like all right we know who demar is it's hard to, than that first breakout year like even last year d'angelo russell didn't make it with the nets i mean he ended up making it as a reserve but it was like the third or fourth reserve or whoever got hurt he finally yeah. got in. Just the first year you break out, it's not there. And this is the first year Fred's breaking out. So I think, honestly, if Fred does this next year, probably makes his team. Yeah, and it's a, the all-star thing. I think Fred could be a consistent all-star player. If he, uh, all-star, even maybe, like, when. so eventually we'll probably trade Kyle Lowry, which I hope would happen, uh, even though I respect him whatever, but he's mm. just getting older. Okay. And he'll be our starter. But I think he could be a consistent all-star if he improves over the off-season and during the season. Yeah, I mean, if he if he can stay healthy and just get that efficiency up right now, uh, you know, Fred's there. So, all right, thanks, man. Enjoy yeah, your weekend. Thanks, bro. All right, last caller. We got my boy Durier from Scarborough. My guy, what's good, guys? Live and direct from Pacific Mall. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, we're, not, we're doing this right now like this. First of all, live and direct from Cafe Mirage out in Kennedy Four Hundred One. Cafe Mirage. Guys, not Frederick. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's good, Diria? You want to talk about what happened in 2K or what? 
Oh, we can do this right now? Listen, no, no, man, no. This no, is no. slandering? No, we'll do this off the air. Right. No, I'm just calling to say, first of all, what's up, guys? Thanks for doing this. This has been fun. It's a blast to listen to. Uh, my question is pretty much, after all the talk for the season about making trades, making some moves, expiring contracts, and then seeing half the team basically being like, yeah, I'm going to just chill because I'm hurt, um, do you think we end up having a net neutral deadline where nothing actually happens, no one actually gets traded, and we just kind of roll with the entire team? Because it seems like at full hell this team can kind of play with anybody in the east yeah i think that's honestly more likely it's more likely that they they chill than they do make a bigger move and i mean bigger move in the sense that they move anyone in the road even like norm would be a big move in my opinion you know yeah and and you said today nick said what did he say he said that when we're healthy we like our chances against any team right? yeah essentially yeah. The, the raptors haven't shown given any hints um, throughout this season since it started that they are looking to kind of tear it down or, or be sellers they're definitely the not going to be sellers. And, 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 and there are buyers. In it. But it's not even like one guy that's like a clear cut. Like, I'm like I like some of these guys that they're mentioned with. Maybe like yeah. Gallo, I like Gallo. But like, am I, am I like desperate to get Gallo? I'm like, no. And really. I'm pretty comfortable with just going with this team going into the playoffs healthy. Yeah, a little oh, bit. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think I think after the first month of the season, after seeing how the team is playing after how Siakam basically looks like a bonafide superstar, I'm like, yeah. I was good for the next 25 years, honestly, wow. after this past season. Like, wow. I was like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, it's one of those things where, like, and knowing us, I was good from legit. I was giving them, like, 25 years to get it together. I'm like, all right, cool. We're yeah. Good. But, yeah, after the first month of this season, run it back. Run it 100%. back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, if they're going to ask add anybody, this is the out-of-nowhere out of name, but uh, remember Nick Johnson from the <sighs> – I bet. Okay, you know what? Listen, man. Like, this is an it's a family joke. show. I'm not trying to run up on you, but like, I know where you work. I'm going to pull up on you. This is an inside joke between four people. <laughs> wow. It's such an esoteric joke, but yeah. I'm, I hate you for life. And Yo. I'm Yo, Will's that. just getting on-air threats no, I, I went off on him on 2K once with, with, with Nick Johnson. Wow. He, he, might have, he may or may not have dropped 45 points. I used to be sick with in Wayne 2K. Ellington in 2K. Man. Yeah, I was going to say, Yo, Deary, who's your most random 2K player that you love playing oh. with? Maybe, oh, I love playing with. Maybe oh, Raptor, maybe not a Raptor. I think uh, Mehmet Okor. What? He could, like, he was a perfect stretch five before a stretch five. I loved going to, like, it was so much fun when you're just like, you know what, screw defense because yeah, yeah. it's NBA Live 2005. Uh-huh. Who cares? Just get whoever has, like, a three icon beside his name, put yeah. him on the court. Wow. <laughs> Once you learn how to shoot with those guys and you're comfortable, that, you can make anyone a star, it, right? You talk Kyle Korver. And Philly oh Calcorn were like God. illegal yeah. because my buddy was like, I don't know how to play video games, but I know how to time a jump shot. Yeah, once you and time the jumper, that's it. Yeah, it was like a hundred. It was like a Tony Snell or not Tony Snell. It was like a Bogdan Bogdanovich, like uh-huh. stat line, like hundred five points, one rebound. <laughs> oh yeah. Assists. You seem like the type you will. You seem like the type that would run like full court presses and stuff. Uh, It'd be yeah, really like, annoying you know, in video games. He was watching a triangle in two, like X's and O's type stuff, right? Like zone, oh, yeah. He was calling pick and roll, yeah. like from side pick and roll. He was yeah, doing like half court traps. It was yeah. disgusting. And it, it, like, was, was, <laughs> it was all working with Nick Johnson. All right, bro. <laughs> I'll catch you at the next <laughs> event, Derrier. Appreciate you I calling you, in the buddy. show. Shout out, Scarborough. Always, forever, and always. He's a VP. Hold it down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, easy, man. All right. Well, great show. That does it for this week's episode. Thanks, everyone, for who had called in. Uh, big thanks to Alex for coming on, man. Great uh, debut episode. Yeah, it's my last one or what? No, no, you're getting, you're, you'll get more. I'm getting the I call mean, It depends what, what what me and Josh are doing, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I really enjoy um, listening to this, you and Josh. Wow. You and Katie, you and anyone. Yeah. 
you know, you do the most comprehensive Raptors coverage in the city. Wow. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Wow. All right. Thank you. That's very nice for you to say. Alex is uh, the one who brings you the tweets. (laughs) 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 No, I'm kidding, man. Alex, come on, man. If you don't know about Alex, like, this is ridiculous. All right. Like, yeah, it's cool, man. New York Times. Yeah. That's it. Slam. eh? Yeah, yeah. GQ. All right. That's enough. New Yorker. I'm not here to talk about myself. Raptors. Whatever place you're writing at, Yahoo, obviously. Raptors making the finals. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, you really have worked your way into this one. So yeah. thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Big, big, big thanks to KFC for sponsoring the show. Next week, we are going to unveil the KFC hotline. Where Listen, what? if you have a hot take after a game, go on Instagram. I don't use Instagram, but go on Instagram, direct message to the Yahoo Sports Canada account, and like leave a voicemail about, like you know, just like a voice note of, like, what you're thinking about the game. Like, if you're hot mm-hmm. because Melo just hit a game winner to beat the Raptors after they led for the entire game, leave us that voicemail. We want to hear it, and we will honestly pick the best ones and uh, play them on the next week's podcast, which we'll uh, be back with Josh. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Watch Run It Back. Follow Alex. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.